0: All right, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and of course, participate in the conversation by upvoting and commenting down below. Anyway, I'm here with Derek Vandy-Griff. It's LSU week. It's a special week. How you doing, Derek?
1: Man, man, do, doing pretty good. You know, woke up this morning to 33 to get degree weather here in north mississippi that was pretty unfortunate uh but you know outside of that like i said it's lsu week so the fire keeps burning
0: yeah seriously it, it got it got down to like 75 if there's any conf- consolation where i am um so you know yeah. it's cold weather it's almost get your winter gear ready out um the weatherman going crazy yeah. because
1: yeah so yeah, anyway, yeah I, just, I walked out missing that 115 heat index there for a minute you no know, I'd, I'd rather have that than something in the 30s
0: yeah th- that is me too that's the reason i moved down here i don't deal with cold weather well at all i can handle hot weather i'm from south mississippi you know i, I 100 right. 100 days i practiced football in all through high school um so yeah i, I can deal with i can deal with this Anyway, uh, I don't know if I've made the announcement, but uh, you and Tom Vanderford will be my guest analyst on the postcast. Um, yeah. We kind of did it a little bit differently last weekend. Mm-hmm. And it, it was fairly well-received being interactive like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, I look forward to it, you know. Uh, luckily, it's a 2.30 game, so, you know, maybe – Maybe I'll have at least some of my wits about me. You know, if it was a six o'clock game, then, you know, I'd, I'd show up and body. Ain't no telling where my mind would be at, though.
0: Yeah, generally on postcasts, on night games, I don't have a guest analyst because I'm not going to ask anybody <laughs> to stay up till 1030 um, yeah. for me. So it'll just be me for Texas A&M. But luckily, today's yeah. this year has been mostly day games.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of excited, like I said, for, for the Texas A&M game. Kind of get us a night game. Uh, you know, I actually don't mind the 11 o'clock games, though. You know, we, I can get up, get my stuff done, and sit back, get our game knocked out of the way, and then I can spend the rest of the day stress-free watching football. That's pretty nice.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, if people can see below, LSU right now, at the time of recording this, is two-point favorites over number seven Ole Miss. I can't tell if that is disrespect. I can't I, – I don't know what to make of this, but it feels like uh, – Ole Miss fans,
1: it feels like most people are going to jump on that, right? Uh, Yeah, well, they, they certainly better. You know, I I was kind of expecting the line to be four and a half, five points, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I just think we're a lot better team than LSU. I know we're going down playing in Baton Rouge, but kind of like we talked about last week, you know, we get the sunshine in this one. We we don't have to play under the moon in that stadium, and and that goes a long way when you're playing down there. Uh but, you know, I, I think with our running game, though, you know, if you if you run the ball, if if we can sure up the tackling, that's what killed us a lot last week. And, uh, you know, if you do that, running and defense certainly travels. It does week in and week out. And, and that's certainly one thing we can do uh, with with the best of them is run the ball.
0: Yeah, seriously, what storyline Saturday are you paying attention to? What's something interesting that you might think of?
1: Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm real interested in that Alabama and Mississippi state game. You know, I, I saw something earlier to, uh, earlier today that kind of made me chuckle a little bit, you know, but between the Ole Miss winning the national championship in baseball, and then us being in the driver's seat in the West halfway through the college football season, you know, we, we've driven Mississippi state fans to actually, actually root for Alabama during an Alabama Mississippi state game. So it doesn't give us another leg up in the West. Uh, so, so that's pretty good there. You know, we're, we're really messing with their heads a little bit down there. And I know you don't talk trash, Stephen, but uh, that's why you bring me on from time to time. That way I can do it for you. Uh, but but seriously, a lot of really good games this this coming up weekend across college football, not just the SEC. You know, you look at Clemson and Syracuse there at 11 o'clock. That's, that's a really big game. Uh, kind, kind of see if Syracuse is for real a little bit, you know, kind, kind of like Ole Miss and LSU, you know, there's uh, – UCLA playing at Oregon that's another game where you see if the Bruins are for real or not and you know these Ole Miss, Syracuse and uh, UCLA kind of three Cinderella teams if you want to call it that this late into the college football season all have chances to go get three really big road victories to catapult themselves into that playoff talk.
0: Yeah seriously and and the Mississippi State things just beyond I saw that post and they yeah. got pointed out and it was like what? You always yeah. root for your team. That's what it should be about. And Yeah. Yeah, I mean we they, they are that's down bizarre. bad
1: and man. Bad yeah. down bad.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, in the Ole Miss LSU game, what are you going to be watching for um in the game?
1: Uh, you know, we, we always talk about us running the ball and stuff like that. You know, it, it, this could be a situation where Jackson's Dart steps up and has another game kind of like he did against Vanderbilt if they really key in on it. Uh, you know, Watkins has been playing really well for us there at receiver, and you know what Jonathan Mingo can do, and you saw what Dayton Wade can do for us. You know, he's he's a, just, just another weapon you add – to, to this explosive offense. Our offensive line has been playing really, really good. Uh, but for us, obviously, it's the defensive side of the ball. Do we get Cedric Johnson back? You know, uh, get him and Keyes and Coleman and all those guys uh, flying around, making plays for us a little bit. You know, that's, that was kind of the, the name of the defense for us there the first few weeks of the year, and those guys started getting banged up a little bit. And, uh, but get them back. Tackle, 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 tackle. Quit missing all those dang tackles, you know, and make Jaden Daniels beat you through the air. I don't care what he did last week. I know he threw for 300 and some odd yards against Florida in Gainesville. That still didn't sell me on anything with him, okay, as far as throwing the ball. When you look at teams that have gone into Gainesville and, and played this year, quarterbacks have had some of their best games of the year, up and down their schedule. Brady Cook from Missouri threw for 220 yards in Gainesville. That's his second highest output of the year. And uh, Gunnar Talkington from Eastern Washington went down to Gainesville and threw for 250. That's his second highest of the year, and he plays an FCS schedule, right? I mean, I think we need to step back a little bit from LSU putting up 45 in Gainesville and actually look at what that means. You know, Florida's just not that – good of a team and you know, with uh Billy Napier down there, I think he'll probably get it turned around sooner rather than later. Uh but he's he's not quite there yet. So Jaden Daniels won't have to beat me with his arm instead of his legs this weekend. That's that's kind of what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, he he Jaden Daniels is kind of a plus Robbie Ashford, um yes in in my mind. And so you Uh, want him to throw the football, but if he runs the ball he can be dangerous. But you want him to be able to throw the football lock up Keyshawn Boutte, yep. Um play some good run defense, and I think you walk out of Baton Rouge with a win.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do too. Like, like I said, I mean, that's, it blows my mind when I looked yesterday and saw that we had already moved to an underdog. You know, that's just people buying in to the Death Valley narrative, you know, that you see week in, week out every single year. You know, people talk about how hard it is to go down there and play. And, you know, it is a difficult place to play, but it hasn't been particularly difficult for Ole Miss. Historically, we've played pretty well down there. You know, some mm-hmm. some of our best games against LSU have been down there in Baton Rouge. And, you know, as long as we come out with, with the red tops and the powder blue helmet with the number on the side of it, uh, you know, we, we should probably walk out of there with a double-digit victory.
0: Okay, you brought it up, not me. I've tried not to, you know. The powder blue helmets are the numbers I can do. If you're going to wear powder blue helmets, the numbers need to be on the side. I yes. want the Navy helmet with the red jersey. I want yeah, the OGs yeah. out there. I mean, to me, that just looks yeah. like college football.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of what you think of when you think of. Ole Miss and L S U, you know, the the red tops with the navy helmets and then L S U with either all whites or with the whites and the yellow pants. You know, that's what you see. Uh, you know, ever since I was growing up, that's what you saw every single time we made our trip down there. But I absolutely love those powder blue helmets with the number on the side of it with those red tops. I think it's probably the best looking all college football.
0: Yeah, the wild card is the real tree helmets and the red jersey. I think that's the yeah. wild card for this weekend.
1: And quite frankly, I think that's the better jersey to go with that helmet. Uh, you know, I, I liked it when, when we wore the powders with it there mm-hmm. the first time, but I was just sitting there thinking all the times like, man, if they put a red jersey with that helmet, that would look so awesome. Yeah, it, it,
0: it's one of those things where they're going to walk out the bus, they're going to win the uniform competition. It's not even going to be yeah. close, honestly. Yeah. So let's talk about prediction times. What kind, What is your prediction? How is the Ole LSU game going to go?
1: Oh, you know, as, as far as Ole Miss goes, it's going to be like every game you've seen us play this year. Uh, you know, I think we talked about it last week. That one thing Ole Miss has done a really good job of this year is we haven't really had to sit there and adjust the teams throughout the year. We've we've dictated pace, we've dictated how the game goes, and uh, you know we've we've got gotten there, and we've. Uh, Imposed our will. We, we've we're always really physical up front. That's one thing the offensive line's gotten even better at here the last couple of weeks. You know they struggled here uh there for, for a couple weeks there to begin the season, but but man, they, they are playing mean, mean, mean football up there and they're they're there to just hit you in the mouth and put you in the ground. Uh Nick Broker's just throwing fools all over the place. I mean he he's playing really, really good football right now. So you'll see, you know, more of that. I'm sure Lane's gonna have some wrinkles in there. Uh but for the most part, I think we're gonna see us line up, use Evans and Judkins and, you know, try to catch them off guard here and there with the defensive end crashing, get dark to pull it and run the ball and uh, maybe see him incorporate a few more passes in this week. Uh, But, you know, last week really didn't have to. There was no reason for us to drop back and throw the ball last week. It's as good as we were running the ball. So, you know, I I think it's going to be more of the same for Ole Miss as far as that goes. And uh, I'll go ahead and say Ole Miss wins 38 to uh, 14, blowout in Baton Rouge.
0: Okay. All right. Before we get out of here, are you a 1997 guy or are you a
1: 2008 guy? Oh, okay. That is a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that 97 one, you know, that, that really takes me back because those were some of the, uh, earlier years of me watching Ole Miss football, you know, uh, that, that's when we went down there and Grant Heard just slanted on the death, wasn't it? Isn't that that Yeah, year? Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: Stuart Patrick year.
1: Uh, oh yeah. Over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And, uh, you know, it, Every time you saw a drop back, you just knew you were going to see 88 streaking across the middle, about seven yards downfield, and, and Stewart was going to put, him, put it on him, you know. Uh, yeah, that that was a really good one. And then uh, trying to think what year it was, 2000, and it was either 01 or 02, I think, with uh, Doug Ziegler in the back 01. of the end zone. I mm-hmm. went down there. 01? Well, oh, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, that, that was one Cause of my Because 99 ones happened, too. Happened
0: too. 99 yeah. wasn't on TV. Nobody really saw it. But Ole Miss ran for nearly 400 yards on the Tigers that night. That could be the blueprint for um, Saturday, if we're going to be honest about it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a good point. 0-1 uh, always sticks with me because my dad decided to go down there and leave me at the house. So uh, that was that was a painful <laughs> painful memory. But at the same time, at least I got to stay up and watch the Rebels win. And, and my man, Doug, caught the pass.
0: Yeah, I think the schedule changed. And in 0-1 and 0-2, both games were in Tiger Stadium.
1: Yeah, 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 you're right. Because mm-hmm. that's when they were flipping, so we didn't play LSU, Auburn, and Alabama all on the road, uh, yeah. on the same year, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, something like that. So, uh, or anyway, um, get more of the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen every day. Host Chris Gordy and his local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On SEC your second listen. Locked On SEC, Derek. Thank you so much, and we will um see you for the postcast Saturday night, bud.
1: Yeah, man. I'll be here, brother. All right. Howdy, Toddy. Howdy, Toddy.